Good afternoon and welcome back to Cresta in the Afternoon. I'm Marcus Peter filling in for Al Cresta. In Matthew 4, verse 19, Jesus says to Simon Peter and to Andrew these, these words that possessed as much power then as they do today. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Now, John Paul II in 1990 went on to say in Redemptoris Missio, may young people, may all people have the courage to reply to Jesus' words as Isaiah did in Isaiah 6 verse 8. Here am I, Lord, I am ready, send me. Now, in the face of this particular narrative, our next guest has written something pondering this reality. Jeff Kassab is a speaker with the ECRC's Speaker Bureau. That's the uh, Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. He's a lifelong Catholic and subdeacon for the Diocese of St. Thomas the Apostle, the, the Eparchy of St. Thomas the Apostle. He founded the Genesis 4-9 Men's Group in 2016 and is involved heavily in marriage ministry with his bride, Ahlam, and you may find his blog at thejourneytoheaven.com. Jeff, my friend, how are you doing? Very well, Marcus. <clears throat> so nice to hear your voice. Likewise, brother, likewise. So Thank I you. saw this article and I immediately told Brian, we have to have you on uh, to, to talk about this. So you've mentioned before this, this deep burning design in your heart, and you know I share that too, of this urgency of the gospel message for all of us in some way to become fishers of men. So I know that's where this is coming from, but what specifically led you to pen this? Um, yeah, uh, so, you know, pondering lately, uh, especially at the last I don't know, month or two months, everybody you run across, you know, and talk to about evangelization or, you know, uh, do you evangelize or what are you doing to evangelize? And, you know, the, the common <clears throat> answer I get from like 95% of the people, you know, it's just not for me. You know, evangelization, <clears throat> spreading the gospel maybe is for you and for some other people and for, you know, clergy and for priests, and but it's just not for me. And I heard this so much, I just kind of, I, I just, I said, you know, this is, people need to be known, uh, need to be known to people that preaching the gospel, evangelization, you know, it's for everyone. You know, Jesus, um, and a lot of people don't really understand this, but Jesus is very, sometimes very blunt in Scripture. You know, he gives us sometimes direct commandments, yep, and sometimes he gives us indirect commandments. So, for example, in you know Matthew twenty six nineteen, this is a direct commandment: go mm -hmm. make disciples of all nations, right? Baptizing them, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and I'll be with you always to the close. A direct commandment to mm -hmm. the twelve apostles, and not just to them, because as we know, that commandment to to go out and baptize. It can't end with the the death of the twelfth apostle. That's who, right. You know, whoever was it cannot. Otherwise, Christianity would have never spread. And then he goes far when he calls the sons of Zebedee. Now this is a you know follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Now this is kind of an indirect com a commandment, right? He's mm -hmm. he's telling them, listen, I, follow me. You're not going to be fishers of men right now, but I will make you. I will qualify you, mm -hmm. I will teach you, I will guide you, and you will learn from me. Then you'll be fishers of men. And I think this um, this particular uh, indirect command from Jesus is so, uh, is, to me, Marcus, it's just, 
it really hits the heart of evangelization. Right. Because are we fishers of men? Are, are we really doing that? I mean, it can't, again, it can't just end with the 12. It's all of us are called to be fishers of men. The unfortunate thing is, <clears throat> when you ask people this question, are you fishers of men? No, it's not for me. Pretty much what they're saying indirectly is, <clears throat> well, I don't want to. I, I I don't want to be a disciple of Christ right now because being a disciple of Christ requires a radical change in my life. That's right. And I just don't want to do it. It demands too much of me, and I'd rather stay the live the life that I have right now. I'm comfortable. I got a wife. I got a couple kids. I go to the gym a couple days a week. Weekends I watch football with my buddies. <laughs> uh, sometimes we go out to dinner. I'm comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't have time for this yet. Can you imagine if the 12th of the, the sons of Zebedee, they were fishing in their father's business, That's supporting right. him, um, supporting the family business. It's the only income they had. They just they made a radical change, Marcus, mm-hmm. to follow Christ and to become fishers of men. Now, they had the free will. They had the choice to sell Jesus. You know what, Jesus? We're not, we're, this is not for us. Go find two other men. Mm-hmm. But they didn't say that. They they just they dropped the scripture says they dropped everything and came. Yep. So, you know, their father must have told they must have looked at their father, you know, and I keep getting visions from the series The Chosen. I'm just kind of obsessed with the chosen lately, you know? <laughs> and and you know, they, they look at their father and Zebedee's like, Go and they're like, What are you waiting for? you know, like he's the Messiah. Right. So that's our calling, Marcus. So many people are afraid. And listen, I'm, we're not saying that, you, you know, you'd be like me or you or other people that chose to go right. and get theology degrees and that's study, right. you know, right. 10 years. I'm not telling you to do that. Mm-hmm. Evangelize in your own way. Um, everybody has different gifts they can evangelize. And God will, God will give you that support that he knows whatever gift you have, Right, God will send the Holy Spirit upon those gifts, and those gifts will flourish. That's right, and be fruitful. That's but right. We, we we need to make that choice, Marcus. I I'm I'm completely with you, brother, and I I think that's one of the concerns. You you and I have spoken about this kind of off the mic as well. That uh, <coughs> it would appear that the concern of the faithful is I'm not equipped enough, right? But the fact of the matter is you don't need a master's in theology to no. do the work of of drawing people into the embrace of Jesus Christ. You don't need a doctorate in theology to be able to, at the very least, read the scriptures and then see what yeah. the catechism says about it and to share that with people. No one's asking for a, a big doctrinal treatise. We each have our own callings in our own state of life. But, yeah. you know, you, you face this in your apostolate as well, this common, uh, I, I'm not equipped, you know, I, I don't have what it takes. Yeah. So you guys with your degrees, you go ahead and do it. Yeah, Exactly. You know, Marcus, name, and I, I was trying to think of this all day today as I got the call from your producer that I was going to be on. And I'm trying to think of a saint or a priest mm-hmm. or a bishop that when he was called to this was qualified. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, but right. Name me a saint that was qualified for this. Were the three children of Fatima qualified? No, absolutely no. not. Was 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 I mean was Saint Augustine qualified? Was was all, all these others were they qualified? By no means. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, what does Jesus do? Just like he did with the sons of Zebedee and the other twelve. 
First, he said, follow me. Mm-hmm. Then I will make you fish. Meaning, I will teach you. I will guide you. I will do all that. But you first have to accept the call. That's right. Follow me. Right? right. And, and again, the, the example, the, I, I think this analogy, I think this is the analogy why I got so much responses from this article from friends and from people like you and everybody is because the analogy that I chose in here was, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm not a, by all means, I'm, I'm the worst fisherman ever. I, I, I can throw a pole out there for days and weeks. I will never catch it. I've never <laughs> caught a fish in my life. I'm just the worst fisherman, right? But what, 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 I, what I do when I'm fishing, I keep changing bait to, to try to catch mm-hmm. something. So it's the same thing with, with, with evangelization, right. right? You cast out the line and you, you're, you don't catch nothing. But here, when it comes to evangelization, we use different dates. We have scripture, mm-hmm. we have the catechism, we have testimonies, we have lives of the saints. We have so many tools that the Catholic Church offers us that if this doesn't work with this particular fish, this particular crowd, then use a different bait. That's right. If I'm going out and catching bass, I can't throw um, fake bait out there. From what I know, they right. like live bait. That's right. So that's right. I have to use the right bait to catch the right fish. It's the same thing with evangelization, Marcus. Yeah. When you when you know that you you got certain you got a group of people. For example, um, if you're evangelizing some atheists. You're not going to go throw Thomas Aquinas out there. That's right. I mean, you know, you're 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 not even going to throw scripture out there because they don't believe in any of that. Mm-hmm. You have to start at the very basics, which could just be your own personal experience mm-hmm. and encounter with the Lord. It could be as simple as that. Right. So, so you got to use different baits. I, I I don't know. It's it sounds like you know it's very simple. But people make it very, very difficult. Right. I think I think we can overthink the entire enterprise of evangelization. And part, I guess part of the other problem is in the face of uh, where we are in the church right now with such great evangelists, you know, people like Al Cresta, Scott Hahn, mm-hmm. we can sometimes think, well, gosh, I could never be that, so why bother? But, but really yeah. what we ought to be telling ourselves is, I, 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 I could never be that, and that's great because that means I can be what God wants me to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's so important. You know, we're, we're it's great that we always look up to these great evangelists. I mean, I'll look at Dr. Scott Hahn's post, and he gets five and ten, fifteen thousand likes and shares. You know, and we we post something, we get ten or twelve mm-hmm. or fifteen. But uh, my goal is not to be like Dr. Scott that's Hahn. Right. My goal is to bring out of those fifteen people that shared my post. If one of them comes to Christ, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it because how do we bring people to the kingdom? In my opinion, it's one at a time. I mean, you know, a very, very few people, unless you're like you know Saint Peter on uh, Pentecost, you mm-hmm. know, you can bring three thousand or five thousand at one time, which is great. But I don't think God has called us for that. I think God has called us to just bring a soul at a time. You know, when you throw, when you're if you, if you're throwing a pole in the water, Marcus, how many fish are you catching at a time? Oh, one, one. at a time. One at, one at a time, right? Yep. Um, I mean, again, unless you're very, you know, you're really fishing uh, like a commercial, you're throwing nets out there. Right, right. And, and maybe, and that's what Dr. Scott Hahn does. These guys throw the, the nets out there and catch thousands. Mm-hmm. But you and I and the average evangelist are just, are aiming for one at a time. And yeah. I think that's what, I think that's what God, 
That's what the Lord is calling us for. Guys, just bring one soul at a time. That's all I ask. Okay, so uh, we're running out of time, and I want you to just very briefly, how can someone just start doing this fishing of men? Um, uh, Marcus, I'm going to use the very last phrase that I put in my article. I put um, in the famous words of St. John Paul, do not be afraid. I, and if I th- feel like you need to start with scripture. Start with scripture. First of all, again, well, I said you need to be. We, we have to stop there, be- Jeff. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been talking to Jeff Kassab. I'm Marcus Peter filling in for Al Cresta and Cresta in the afternoon.